What a lovely place to relax and unwind. It would be a shame if some beastie was to interrupt. But the tides are about to turn. The Miz versus Logan Paul at SummerSlam! I accept! Oh boy, look at us now, a whole year later! But there are battles on the horizon which are much more better. Last year, I tried to walk away from Travis the Walker Anderson has been a key player. Travis the Walker Anderson? You're fired! I'm not going to apologize for depending on you because you put yourself in that position. We are the jury. And we are bringing law and order back to Max Wrestling. We both have something to prove. The Shape approached me in wanting to form an alliance. House of Ashes. I guess one of us at least is going to get what we want. You got it. Slam 2022 Pirate Games, and you're dancing with the captain. So bring everything you've got, and I'll see you on July 28th. And now, Max Wrestling presents Promo Slam 2022. Avast! It's summer and you know what that means. Welcome to another Max Wrestling Special Event, Promo Slam 2022. This is your captain speaking along with El Jefe, Moses Marquez. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. How about you? You said something piratey, so I had to come at you piratey too. Yeah, it's, it is pirate-themed Promo Slam. Um, I mean, we sh probably should have done this a couple of years ago for Mania when they went pirate-themed, but it fits better with the summer. There you go, exactly. They don't understand, you know, matching with the seasons, but it's all good. Right. <laughs> uh, today, we settle some scores and celebrate the end of the Vince McMahon reign of terror within WWE. And of course, thank, God. thank the Jesus Lord. Um, someone, somewhere will challenge Moses for the television championship. And of course, we will be predicting SummerSlam. We did have two other title matches for you this week. However, uh, Travis DeWalker Anderson will be challenging me for the world title. But due to a case of the dreaded C word, COVID, not yeah, I probably shouldn't have said the C word. Due to this horrible case of COVID, uh, he will be unable to appear on the show to defend his knowledge championship against the Phoenix. So that's been postponed and will now take place in two weeks on August 11th on a very special episode, Match Wrestling Tidal Wave. Nice. I like it. So, um, the King's era has begun, so let's get straight into SummerSlam. Triple H is the new head of creative, so this is his first pay-per-view or premium live event, whatever the shit you want to call it. Um, back, again, thank the Lord that Vince is gone, Bruce Pritchard's gone, John Laurinaitis is gone. Now we just need to get rid of Kevin Dunn. Fucking get rid of Kevin Dunn, but I'm <laughs> I'm sure Hunter's like, you know what? Can you like kind of train somebody so at least they know like mostly what they're doing, and then you can get the fuck on out of here with your big ass teeth. Yeah, 
Just don't train him to do 23 camera cuts per second. Fuck no. God no. Why Why did they do it? Uh, Because they want to give you a, a fucking brain aneurysm. Yeah, well, they're well on their way. Um, so, we only have eight matches for SummerSlam this Saturday. Um, probably going to get a couple more announced. Why the fuck did I think it was Sunday? Yeah, yeah okay, it's on a, cool. It's on a Saturday. Good. Good, good, good. Give me a fucking day to get hammered at least. Fuck. I think this is what they do now with the big five. They put them on a Saturday and all the others are on a Sunday. You know what? I don't hate that idea. No. Uh, right. I don't mind. I don't mind the Saturday pay per view, provided I'm not working the next morning. Of course, that's the best part of it. Do work Please weekends. Don't let me work the next day. Um, I also have Phoenix's predictions because, of course, he was going to be on the show, but he doesn't need to be here anymore because uh, he he's not challenging for another title. And if he don't yeah. need to be here, he ain't going to be here. So if he doesn't need to be here, he's going back to bed. <laughs> I can't say blame him. <laughs> Um, you will see Phoenix on the show, of course. If he did challenge the Demon S to a promo exhibition, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, on to SummerSlam. Um, like I was gonna, I think I was gonna say they're probably gonna announce a couple more matches on SmackDown, maybe yeah. one for the kickoff. So far, nothing's on the kickoff, so I don't know. Nothing. But they did that with, I think it was Mania. There was like two-hour pre-shows on both nights of Mania, and there was no matches. It was just straight-up bullshit talking for two hours. I. I... Like, can you guys, like, not do that? Like, I, get, like, I'm all about the talking. I've been the guy that, that you know, it's like, oh, you got to build, build off the talking, but, like. Not for two hours. Not for two fucking hours, but, like, I want to watch the goddamn show, please. If, you, if you're going to do it. that, guys, please let us know so we don't have to watch the kickoff show. Yeah, seriously. So let's kick it off with a match I'm actually interested in. I didn't, I didn't think I would be. Uh, Logan Paul versus The Miz. <laughs> Why well, I was like, I was jokingly saying, I was like, there's no way he's going to say that one. And of course, that's the one you fucking say. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I think I just like Logan's, like, passion for the business. Like, he hasn't just come in as this celebrity. He's put the work in. Um, he, he clearly is a wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah. And he's got, he's got some great chemistry with The Miz, so... I always said he was a natural heel, but he's coming off, obviously, as a babyface in this feud, and he's doing it that's pretty the, well. That's the thing that makes me hate it more. He is, I'm like, when, why are we supposed to start liking this guy? When the <laughs> fuck am I supposed to start liking this fucking guy? I've hated him forever, but now I all of a sudden have to like him. No, um, look, you, you're, you're fucking a million, dude. The guy is, he's literally saying, I can do this. Watch me do this. And I'm going to train my ass off. And for the most part, he's been training his ass off. Mm-hmm. And him and Miz work perfectly, but it, which is fucking weird. Miz works well with a lot of people. And yet, yet again, I'm still one of the dudes that bags the fuck out of him. Because, well, he's the fucking Miz. But um, <clears throat> I don't want to already go with Logan. I mean, I don't already know. That's, uh, let me hold on. Let me rephrase my wording here. I don't already want to go with a Logan loss. But uh-huh. I really feel like if you wanna if you wanna keep building this dude, the Miz wins. And if it means Maurice gets involved in it, that's what it means. You know, it's not my favorite thing ever. I've never been a gigantic fan of outside interaction or uh, interaction interference. Well, it's kind of both. But like, I feel like if you, I feel because I, I, I'm at the point of taking him seriously. Fuck, I can't believe I said that. 
Um, I'm at the point of taking Logan Paul seriously, okay? And if you get a dub over The Miz, you're doing this. And I can't have you doing this, okay? Like, right, you're supposed to still be a gimmick. So, I need some I need some chicanery, so give me The Miz. Uh, okay. See, I, I, I also think they need to continue to feud beyond one match, but they could pro- probably do that with... Logan Paul winning a match too and still continue it. Like, there's been a lot of emphasis on the Miz's balls and the size of them. So I can kind of see it ending with uh, Logan getting in a sneaky low blow and then stealing a win. So they have to have another match, which Miz wins, and then they have the rubber match. I could t- okay, I can totally see that. I can totally see that. But then, then again, I already feel like that's. I, I think. I think we're on the same, we're going in the same direction. We think this is no way it's a one and done mm-hmm. and it needs to extend in some, in some variation. Yeah. I can see Logan getting like, like a roll up and fucking Miz, you know, old school kicks out at 3.1. Oh, you, uh, my fucking shoulder was a, just, just the whiny fucking cry, baby. Give me another shot kind of dude. I, 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 ha- I have that feeling for the Miz if it goes that route. Um, there's also oh, yeah, got to no. be something heavy in Mrs. Ball's bag thing. She's carrying a bag around. It looks like a set of testicles. What? Well, silver. <laughs> Basically, two giant baubles. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I have no idea what he'd have in there. But no. Um, oh, God, you're, you're trying to persuade me. I can tell you are. And you're. it's half working. I mean, I was actually thinking that that could play in his favor. So I literally just could go either way. Yeah, it um, I'm just uh, now you've made me invested. Fucking goddamn it! It's it's Logan's first official match on the roster. Obviously, we saw him at Mania. Um, yeah. So Phoenix says uh, celebrities never seem to lose matches, but obviously he hates the Miz. So he also says I don't care either way, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but he's going for Logan Paul. It's, it's more than likely the smart money. All right, so we're split, um, and I'm not sold either way, but I'm just going yeah. for Logan Paul. I'm just, you know me, I'm a sucker for the heat because that's what builds a baby face. Get him the heat. Yeah. Look at fucking, I mean, not to jump to the other show, but I mean, look at fucking who got jumped last night. Ricky Starks. That guy's going to be the biggest fucking oh. baby face in that company. And that was a shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, we will definitely get into Dynamite. Um, U.S. title. Bobby Lashley oh, defending against the guy that everybody seems to beat up lately, Fury, because Daddy ain't well, around his anymore. Daddy's not around. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a great line. I'm sorry. I got fucking Roman's the best. That whole um, segment was great. Roman was great in that segment. Fucking. And I never God, thought I'd say that either. Why? Why is it when he goes, when Vince goes away, we're willing to just accept what it is and attempt? Why? Why? You want to know why? Because we're hoping. And I'm, I don't, this is just my opinion, hoping to not have my intelligence insulted. Mm. I mean, give me, I don't need NXT black and gold to the fullest, but give me, you know, at least, at least allow me to know that you think that I know what I understand and I understand what you're trying to tell me. And I mean, don't have to tell, explain it to me 17 different ways. Um, I, I think theory really suffered winning money in the bank. Like, before Money in the Bank, some people liked him, some didn't. But since winning Money in the Bank, everybody hates him. He's just got go-away heat. 
Big time. But I think it's because it's be it's because I'm not gonna say I think it's because I know it's because he felt so fucking forced. Yeah, he was and just inserted whole, into the match. Yeah, and it just it gave you that old God, who used to have what somebody used to get thrown into matches left and right back in the day, and I'm trying to think of who, and it was a heel. I think it was Umaga. They used to, like, I swear to God, I've seen on multiple occasions, they'd stop the match and be like, no, 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 no. Uh, it fucking throw Umaga in there. Here comes this fucking bulldozer bastard and just, oh, God. It's just, but the thought, okay, but now, but yeah, you're a million percent. He has go away heat because of the forced feeling. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm with the heat. Build on it now. You really yeah. want to piss people off? You want to give the fucking world the middle finger, Austin Theory? Go win the fucking U.S. title. But does that just does that fuck over? Bo- no, not if he gets screwed over. Not if he gets like fucking bashed in the head with a briefcase or something. If I give give me theory because I'm loving heat right now. I'm in love with the heat factor. We just want to watch the world burn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're telling me, bud. Uh, let's see what Phoenix says. Um, he just goes with Lashley. Oh, no, no, uh, no explanation. Just Lashley. <laughs> There's only an explanation on a couple of his predictions. Um, sounds like Phoenix. I don't know. It just felt like on Raw, everybody was just picking on Fury, <laughs> and every time he was on screen, the crowd would chant, "Who's your daddy?" Oh, just what uh, a line. <laughs> also on Raw, like. There was a segment where there was a couple of run-ins, and Lashley was one of them, and he got a huge pop um, as a babyface. So, yeah, the, the people are loving the Lashley push. Fuck, I didn't put that into context. So, nah, go with the heat factor. Let me say heat. I think I'm gonna go with Lashley. Yeah, safe bets. I'm I'm I'm, I'm here for the heat. Because Fury only just recently lost it to him, and I don't think he needs it back for anything. He's got the briefcase. They're just going to tease him cashing in on Roman every chance they get now. Yeah, but can you imagine if he cashed in on Roman as U.S. champ? Then he'd and have then worse, if he loses, he's still U.S. champ. True. If he's Yeah, if he's one of those nerds that ends up losing the briefcase or whatever, then, well, at least I'm still U.S. champ. I don't know. Again, I'm I'm in a different world with this product. I'm fantasy booking over here. And if, it, if it turns out to be my fantasy, well, then, you know, Hunter, you give me a ring-a-ding. I can work remotely. <laughs> um, yeah, it, we, we can all work remotely, creatively. There you go. Just, um, just make right, sure then. the money's coming in, bud. Let's get this out of the way because we've seen it about 237 times already. The Usos versus the Street Profits for the tag team titles. And I was going to say, oh, this is so fresh. How can we make it different this time? Let's get the most random special guest referee we could possibly think of, Jeff is, Jarrett. Why? Wh- because it's in Nashville. <laughs> That's the fucking dumbest excuse to see Jeff Jarrett in my whole life. Oh, my God. And then of all the people in fucking Nashville you want to fucking <laughs> bring out of the woodwork, Jeff fucking Jarrett. Where's the, you, you couldn't go to Memphis for a little bit? You know, you couldn't go a little fucking, what is that, I think, east? Go to Memphis one time? They're in Tennessee. At least it's not Lawler. Oh, Lord. There's so many other people in Tennessee you could have gone. Anyway. Um, it's just so random. 
Every fucking time I think that the Usos are going to lose, they don't lose. And every time I'm sure they're going to win, they lose. It's like the Deanna Perrazzo situation you went through with Impact when she was just, or like, when we swear to God her reign was going to end. Oh, no, 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 sorry. When you could bank on her, no problem. And then, bam, that one time we're like, are you fucking kidding me? She yeah. lost to fucking Mickey James. Uh. But I'm. Uh, I think it was a safe bet. Yeah. Usos are the safe like, bet. Literally, other than it being in Nashville, I see absolutely no purpose in having Jeff Jarrett involved in this match or feud or whatever. It's just. It's got to be one and done. So. Yeah, I'll go safe with this one. I'll go to the Usos. I couldn't fucking dream up a scenario for Street Pro- Street Profits to win. It would make, I don't say it would want, I don't want to say it would make them, but it would definitely uh, put them as probably the top, like in the top three of the tag team division, if they're not already in the E. It's got to be Usos, New Day, obviously, and then Street Profits. But I mean, like, I feel like they're the only three tag teams that have been involved in the title in the tag team title picture for like the last fucking, two years. Fucking seriously, bud. And because of that, the OCOs have to, you know, the OCOs have to remain because uh, I have no other real reason other than the fucking OCOs. Hunter, get some tag teams. There you go. Because fucking FTR is not there. That's why. God damn it. There you <laughs> go. There's my reasoning. There's no point in us building a tag team division when FTR is over there just dominating everything. Just making the t- making the tag team division the world. Yeah, they they really are. Um, and of course, Phoenix goes for the Usos too. Smart. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. Take it. So I fucking love this whole thing. I'm sure. I'm, again, this you know me. I haven't watched a goddamn lick of fucking the E. Have they mentioned at all the history between these guys? I know all I've seen is like just they just keep beating each other up or Corbin keeps jumping McAfee. So I'm sure you've known they were former teammates. Yeah, I know that bit. So during the time they were teammates, they were also drinking buddies. Okay, so they have a fucking history with each other. When McAfee was even thinking about getting into the E, it was Corbin that put him on. It was Corbin that kept plugging him. It's Corbin that did this. It was Corbin that did that. So this fucking thing is huge. I'm happy to see it happening. I hate to say that I, just like the fucking Miz, I love, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to really love Corbin outside of the E, outside of Mondays and Fridays. When I see him on fucking TikTok, if I see him on Instagram, I'm like, why do I fucking like you? But I do. Now, does that mean he needs to fucking beat Pat McAfee? No. Do I think Pat McAfee needs to beat everybody? No. Yes, maybe. I don't know. Um, see, that's where I get conflicted because I'm like, he. Goddamn social media. One of the things I, I, I keep fucking seeing is Pat McAfee is the best thing going for anything non wrestling in wrestling. And I, it, I said, you know what, dude? You're, that's, yeah. I can't think of anything better as far as like commentary. And again, I listen to Excalibur every week, you know, Jim Ross fumbling and bumbling, you know, uh, fucking Taz has been really good. 
But like, I watch fucking SmackDown highlights for McAfee. Yeah. Okay. His hit when he does his fucking uh, uh, some of his videos. One of his videos highlights his Fridays, and I fucking love those videos. It's just and it, again, it fucking makes me love fucking goddamn Michael Cole, asshole. Why you do but this? It, yeah, like dude, what the fuck are you doing to me? Um, but again, I want the fucking brother, the heat. Imagine the heat you can get by beating. The fucking the world's baby face right now on Pat McAfee. This can't be one and done either. There's no like McAfee's got the fucking itch. That's the problem. And and I'm thinking they want to feed him. Give me McAfee, but I, I this thing can't be over. It can't be over. I want at least one more between them. Because just right. they have such a history. Again, I think one more, but I also think Corbin wins um, just because, uh, like a couple of reasons, McAfee, I think, is one and two in WWE, lost to Adam Cole, beat Fury, and then lost to Vince. Yeah. (laughs) But Corbin is considerably more vicious. Mm Mm-hmm. Like McAfee's a great athlete, and he's performed very well in both of his outings, but we're seeing a mean streak from Corbin that we don't normally see. Yeah, that's true. Dang. This, again, this is where... But then again, now that you got me thinking about it, how could you even build to a second match if McAfee won? You re- like? Are you really gonna let him win? Like on some chicanery, on a fucking shitty roll up, you know? Let you know, fucking feet on the rope, something like that. Like, I don't think so. I think that would tarnish him. Outside interference would tarnish this. So, I don't want to see the kid lose, but he'll put on a fucking banger. You know what? Yeah, I, you know, you've sold me with the Corbin theory, just because again, if I, and I want to see it again. And I haven't, I haven't even seen it once, and I already want to see it again. <laughs> He's got to have heat for it. Normally, when I convince somebody to change their mind, we're both wrong. So let's okay. hope we can break the streak. Okay. Uh, but Phoenix is going with McAfee. About to say, if we're fucking Velma and Louise it off the cliff, here we go, baby. <laughs> let's just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> That's how I feel with these WWE shows sometimes. Let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. <laughs> um, we got another tag team match. This one's no DQ. Uh, the Mysterios versus The Judgment Day. The Judgment... Why is it The Judgment... Anyway, bother. Um, like, I, don't, I don't even know how this got started. All I know is like Judgment Day were terrorizing the Mysterios all night on Raw for Ray's 20th anniversary. Okay. And, and and Murphy is happy for Rhea and Aaliyah to have a custody ladder match for him. <laughs> wow. I don't know if that's Fantastic. what WWE were going for, but if it was, it was very nicely done how Aaliyah, Murphy's ex, got in the face of his real Kurt. life. Uh, yeah, Rhea Ripley. Fucking hilarious! That's hilarious. I should have watched that <laughs> shit. Um, oh, Rhea just pie faced her, and then 
then they drag Dominic out of the room. Fantastic stuff. My whole thing is it's no DQ, and I'm like, are you really going to have fucking, you're really going to, like, make Damian Priest lose in a fucking match where he can hit you with stuff? I don't, I, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And then you got Rhea out there as well, who will more than likely hit a dude more than once. Yeah. Uh, give me the judgment day. Usually they thank her for it, too. Exactly. And I feel so bad for the Mysterios. They've gotten the short end of the stick. Like, remember when we used to give a shit about Dominic? Yeah, well, kind of, yeah. Well, no, but I mean, like, I remember when he was like, oh, hey, remember this fucking kid and his debut and the da-da-da-da, and we were all thinking high praises, and then they quite literally shoved us, shoved them down our throat? Mm. I think he came in pretty good and looking promising, and he quickly became mediocre. Yeah. Very. Uh, I don't want to say mediocre. I just want to say he got basic. Yeah. Stuck to a flow that didn't really... Wow, anybody? Yeah, it's just, hey, it's Ray's son, who's also hey, his tag team partner. Uh, I feel bad. sorry for Judgment Day because, like, no disrespect to Finn, but since, like, they cast Edge aside, I just don't find them very interesting. Like, nah. they had, they kind of had a gimmick when Edge was running the show, and then Finn I, came in, and they've just been there. I was going to say, they lost their Edge. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If this wasn't promo slam, that might be the title of the episode. Judgment Day lost their edge. There you go. Fucking shit. But yeah, no, you're not so, wrong. It, they they went from like being that new faction that every, all eyes were on to like what you guys got did this and then back burner. And then they kind of lost Rhea for a few weeks at the same time too, so that didn't yeah. help. No. So I think I think Judgment Day need to win. Yeah, they need. Yeah, they need. If they're going to be a real deal thing, yeah, you got to pick up. You got to start winning. You got to start getting taken seriously. And the only way to do that in this company's eyes is winning. Mm. The the only thing they seem to have done since Finn took over that is of any benefit is please ladies and homosexual males by putting Finn in tights. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's all they've That's done. That's it. That's all they've done. Fucking hell. <laughs> so please win a match. Please and thank you. What we got? Oh, we got Liv versus Ronda rematch for the SmackDown Women's Title. Ooh. Now I'm st- I'm still surprised that Ronda was happy to put somebody over, but yeah. Does, she, does she take it back this quickly Or are they yep. actually going to run with Liv I mean Triple H is running the show now But he is also Very very friendly with Ronda I was going to say I was like isn't Isn't he the one that like helped bring her in Um Because uh, Another's okay here's my one with it here, I'm conflicted Yeah, I don't want this Liv thing to end I don't but how much sense does it make for her to really lose to Ronda? I mean, I mean for her for, for her to beat Ronda, I should say. Is she really going to look it's like you are that that is when you then tell us that Ronda is more than beatable. I mean, she has been by like Charlotte, but like now it's on any given day Ronda can lose. Ronda is no longer the hot Ronda, you know what I mean? Here I come fucking ball of fire. Nobody's beating me. No, now everybody can beat you. Yeah, that's what this loss says. 
fuck. Uh, I think the problem with Ronda is she had nobody to feud with on SmackDown. They gave her, what, Natalia, And they were just like, well, Ronda's obviously going to win that one. Yeah. Yeah, nobody wanted to see Natalia win. Uh, unless you got to walk around in a bikini all the time. Otherwise, we didn't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. God. No, you know what? God damn it. Don't fucking end it yet. You know what? Maybe she can be fucking beaten. And maybe Ronda is just a fucking another broad on the roster. Sorry for my language. Uh, <laughs> give me live. And if I... Yeah, fuck. I can't... If I'm wrong, then I don't give a shit. I'm fucking riding with this, okay? This is one of those ones where, like, I was happy she won. I'm still happy she won. And I'm hoping this thing lasts for a minute. And if it means having to humble Ronda Rousey, then so be it. Mm. Uh, I got to go with Liv, too, just because I think it's way too soon to take it off her. And I think Triple H is a lot fairer than Vince. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh also, uh, Phoenix went with Liv and says... We got notes for this one. Shocker. Ooh, bold prediction. Natalia gets involved. Or no. if they did go again with Rousey to regain, it would just be to turn her heel and they've wasted Liv's title reign. So... I think Ra- Rousey's kind of like both. a tweener, really. Yeah, she really is. Like, she she's a heel and people boo her. She's a fake... Well, she thinks she's a face and people still boo her. Uh, I also forgot he did leave a note for picking the Judgment Day too, saying the Mysterios have been gaining most of the victories on Raw, but Judgment Day have been mainly winning the beatdowns afterwards. Ah, uh, well, we know how that goes. Yeah, or should go. Mm-hmm. All right, that's full house for Liv. Uh, the other women's title match for Raw is, of course, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. For like the 472th <laughs> time. Since last did, week. Did I miss Carmella being involved with a triple threat? Or was, has that already been? I could have sworn it was a triple threat. Your guess is as good as mine, Austin well, Braun. I what was no the match idea. at Money in the Bank? I already forgot. Fuck me. Uh, I think it was Becky and, and, and Bianca. No. Money in the Bank was Bianca and Carmella. Becky was in the Money in the oh, Bank there match. You go. So what happened to the triple threat? I don't know, but it's Bianca versus Becky again now anyway. There we go, back to the regular single. At least it makes sense this time because it's one year since Becky returned at last year's SummerSlam and beat Bianca in, what, 30 seconds for the title, so at least this one has an actual story, and it's not just we're going to throw these two together again. Does she beat her in 45 seconds? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just Does kidding. Bianca beat her in 30 seconds? There you go. That way, there you go. <laughs> That's building a fucking feud right there, bud. Um, you know what? That fucking sounds great. I would love that because you know how much the fucking just the, the pop of the crowd would be gigantic. There would be some people that would shit all over it. Like, are you really gonna fucking beat Becky that quick? Yeah, yeah, I am. It's like it's a it's a whatever you can do. Or you know what? She could beat her in twenty nine seconds, or like yeah. twenty two. So you're like two seconds sooner. Or whatever you can do, I can do better. Because Cause I'm the BST. Oh, God. That Becky. Where's my contract? <laughs> Hunter. Like, um, come on, brother. Becky's new gimmick has been somebody slowly losing her shit. 
ever since she lost the women's title, she's just been losing her shit. AKA Seth. So losing very quickly to Bianca would indeed push her over the edge. And then, I don't know, we get the the final form of losing her shit, Becky. She's so, no longer big time Bex. Oh, just go back to being the man, please. Jesus. <laughs> big time But. If this takes us out of this whole paranoid, I deserve to be this, this, and that gimmick, then please give me Bianca to win because I really don't like this version of Becky. Uh, this version pretty shit. Yeah. Um, Bianca, because yeah, I want to see Becky go batshit crazy. Also, like, Bianca has to win if it's, like, coming full circle from last year. They they don't tend to do full circle in the E, but but <laughs> Hunter they does just turn a new leaf. <laughs> Wishful think, right? Ah, uh, so who Phoenix be predicting? Yeah, uh, he going with Bianca too. Safe bet. Okay, full house for both women. Very nice. Which brings us to the main events. Now they say it's going to be the last time ever, ever, ever. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the titles. This time it's last man standing. Uh, the very oh, pop- I didn't know that. The very popular theory, no pun intended, going around is that Fury cashes in while both of them are down and becomes champion that way, which I think is genius. But now I don't see it happening. Now that daddy's gone. I, but you know, again, heat factor. This guy is a heat missile. He went from being, you know what? He went from being the fucking nerd in the back with the gold nugget or whatever the fuck bullshit thing with Vince to we're shoving him down your throat and you fucking hate him. And now you think he will end up world champ. You want to hate him more? Now he's your world champ. But does that automatically like wow. make Reigns a baby face? <laughs> if anything, the segment on Raw made him a baby face. Fuck, there you go. It's already written. No, I can't do that. That's terrible. Um We didn't think that they could keep the title on Reigns for two years to get him to WrestleMania with the Rock, but they're this close now. Yeah, they're they're fucking Oh, God, they really are. They we're all of like nine months away. Like we nobody can make it happen. Nobody is really saying Romans had the title too long. They're dragging us out. Like everybody's just rolled with it because he's kept it going. He's kept it going, and he's done. It, it's been good. It's not like it's been bad. And that's the thing. Even even guys that aren't truly watching the product to the fullest extent can even admit he's been doing very good. Like yeah. Ro- everything about Roman is hitting on all cylinders. Why do I, I don't want to say I hate him or anything like that. I am happy for the guy. I just, I'm, I get to be one of, I want to be, and I'm going to be one of those fans that gets to be bitter because I said it from the jump. I said it when the guy was in the shield and he was just the dude that didn't talk. That was your star. There's your main event star. Push the fuck out of him now. Push the baby face now. Push the mute baby face is what I kept saying. (laughs) <laughs> Don't let him talk. And the day he talks, fucking panties drop. And then there you fucking sold. There you go. There's your superstar for the rest of your life. I'm for real. Like I booked the shit out of Roman when he was in the shield. Like I had the fantasy book of the lifetime 
I just, but it, they, they ruined it to me. They ruined it. Like instead of him having like three years of being like shield Roman outside of the shield, he could have been this and imagine how much bigger he would have been. You know what I mean? Maybe the idea of him and the rock would have happened sooner. Cause the rock would have been, Oh my God, he's an undeniable fucking star. I got to go. Yeah. But I'm digressing. I'm pushing around the question. <sighs> I love Lesnar. I'm loving the Brock thing right now. Uh, I don't know who the fuck duped Brian Alvarez into sending that fucking tweet last week, but fucking congratulations. Uh, it, yeah, like, was it Bubba or Bradshaw always used to say that somebody inside WWE always used to link leak information out to the dirt sheets and then just get a great laugh out of it? Oh, and they were probably fucking... <laughs> Brock was laughing his ass off. Look it! <laughs> they said I'm not here. But I'm right here. That actually sounds exactly <laughs> like Brock. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, it's got to be Roman. I, I don't, I don't hate the theory idea. I don't hate it. I don't hate the theory theory. I like that. No, but, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd like it. I just something tells me they don't want to pull that trigger. Like they're not willing to do it as much as it sounds like a move they would do. You expect it too much, and now, now, now it's not going to happen. And it would be pointless because then you still got to get the title back on Roman to get to Mania. So what's mm -hmm. the point? In between feud for Roman? Yeah. Like, I mean, Fury's got till next June for that briefcase. Mm -hmm. So he can get past WrestleMania and he can still be Mr. Money in the Bank. There you go. Maybe he's smart. Maybe he's one of those. Or maybe he's like a fucking DC where he wants to fucking plan ahead. You know, you mean, and, we don't really know. Oh, yeah. And, and what if... The Rock beat Roman and Fury cashed in on the fucking red carpet. You know how badass on that would rock. be? <laughs> you know how badass that would be? I mean, we got fucking Darby Allen getting beat up at Comic-Con. Can you imagine The Rock and fucking, like, Austin Theory or The Rock and Roman, like, literally, like, fighting on a fucking... Uh, well, not fighting, but, you know, like, fucking beating the crap out of each other, like, in the middle of a goddamn movie premiere or something? It's, like, <laughs> obviously not going to be his movie. It'll probably be some, like, goddamn WWE movie. And then just, like, and then start fucking brawling. Like, oh, here we go. Um, I gotta go with Roman. Yeah, it's hard not to. Um, Phoenix also likes the, the Fury Fury, but that's, that's a bold prediction. He's still going, uh, he's actually going with a draw for Roman and Brock either way. A draw? Oh, God. Double count out. Now, you know what? That would be just the biggest middle fucking finger ever. <laughs> so the, this is the last time we'll see it. Oh, this is the last time we'll see God damn it. I mean, if it was a draw, then they don't have to do another match because neither of them lost and neither of them won. So let's just leave it there. Yeah, except they would build it as yeah. this is the final, final match. <laughs> well, you never beat me. <laughs> <laughs> the it would be like it would be like Brock Lesnar's final. It'd just be like, oh, there's still Ric Flair's gimmick. Brock Lesnar's final match. Oh man, and then he's back next week. It's uh, I I can't believe it's actually been six years that they've been feuding. Like since the first time they met at WrestleMania. Is it six years? Yeah, six years, five years, six. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Fucking Hogan and Sergeant Slaughter didn't have a fucking feud that goddamn long. <laughs> Triple H and Sean didn't have a feud that long. It was only four years. On and off. 
Taker and Kane didn't have one that Jesus Christ, people. Austin and The Rock, Austin and Vince. Like I'm yeah, I'm thinking of all the big significant Brett and Sean. Brett and Sean. None of them lasted that long. Six fucking years. Like, please. That's like seeing Hogan and Andre like four years straight. Oh God, that sounds so boring. That that's what Roman and Brock has been like. Yeah. Wow. I did not make that comparison. I should have made that comparison a lot sooner. We should have ended this feud a lot a lot sooner. That's fucking true. But uh those are our predictions for SummerSlam so far. I'm sure they'll add some matches just like they did to us with Death Before Dishonor last week. Yeah. What they had like three or four fucking matches at the ninth hour? Eleventh hour? Four? Yeah, I was like, oh wham, I'm like, excuse the fuck out of me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I posted the predictions up and Tony just goes, You forgot one match. Wait, wait, no, you forgot about three matches. This one. And then this one. And then it's like Okay, well, so we have right. a whole other card now, thank you. Yeah, you may as well make it two nights. Exactly. At that point, yeah. Ah. So on to the next segments. Um people say stupid shit online, we repeat them. This is shit Mark say. OMG, Kevin Nash. Who the hell told you tonight was open? Tell me you did not just say that. WTF thought he was dead, LOL. have been changed to protect their stupidity. First up, we have Clementine for brains. Of course, uh, AEW announced the trio's titles this week. Uh, Clementine says that's a reach two or three solo belts and one for the tag teams for both genders is enough. Uh, somebody responded, people have been asking for these for a while, which is true. Clementine responds, we don't have many great trios in AEW. It won't be super interesting. We, mm-hmm. okay. So we've got Death triangle, best friends, combat club, uh, house of black, AFO, JAS, Dark Order, Undisputed Elites. Uh, you could put Punk and FTR as a trio. That's 10 at least. Kenny and the Bucks. Right. <laughs> and there's multiple trios you could do in JAS Dark and Order. Dark Order and the Elite. So I'm just saying, like, that, that, was, that was dumb. <laughs> I was dumb. But again, this is this is that shit you get when these fucking nerds that claim to watch this shit, yeah, say that they know what they're talking about. Like, dude, you guys, like, if you all the six man tags you've seen in the E, and you've never once thought of like a six man title, I ha- I was seeing something like on uh like I should have fucking wrote it down on one of the goddamn. And this is why I stopped doing a but following a bunch of fucking uh, different like article things or whatever news things for fucking wrestling on Facebook. People shitting on these uh, on these belts. Oh, they can't even book their tag division. Why the hell are they doing a trios title? Like, oh, you know, like, oh, what's the point of a trio? The trios titles will diminish the tag titles. And I'm like, again, this is that kind of stuff where you don't know what you're talking about. A fucking six man, a six man thing, or th- uh, yeah, six man tag uh, title is not something new. In the eyes of the EAW fan, because we are New Japan fans, we are Ring of Honor fans, two, produ- two promotions that have six-man titles. Now, they're not the most glorified things in the world, but we know what they are, and we know what they entitle. So we're going to see 
great trios matches. I, normally a group of fucking three dudes most of the time in, in Japan fucking just plop together, which is kind of awesome. So it's like, chill out, like calm down. First off, how can you get mad when those things look fucking gorgeous? Yeah, they do. I They're mean, good titles. The WCW vibes off those belts was something fierce, and I love it. Yeah. I love how it, like, it wasn't just like a major announcement either. Like, they cut to the commentary table. There's three belts on the table. Wait, wait a minute. You're like, you, mm-hmm. <laughs> the absolute attention grabber. It was awesome. Um, next up, we have White Blade from Wish. Oh, God. Uh, so some girls tweeted, Eddie Guerrero's death still hurts me as it as if it happened yesterday. Uh, this guy responds, sure it did. You weren't even born when it happened, A.W. whore. Nobody cares. Get an actual personality and go outside. Now, Whoa. The, the, the girl looks about early 20s to me, so she clearly is old enough to remember it. And even okay. if she isn't, why is she not allowed to be hurt when she found out about Eddie growing up? Like... Bruiser Brody was murdered a year before I was born in it. I was hurt when I found out how he died. Thank you. It's called that. I'm sorry, bro. People have what we call uh, feelings and empathy. God damn. What a combination, right? Makes you like it's a human being feeling. It's crazy. It's crazy. And unfortunately, we can sympathize with scenarios like. I knew jackass shit, like, because I'm so glad you brought up Bruiser. I'm so glad you brought up Bruiser Brody. I knew jackass shit about the Von Erics, except Kerry Von Erich was the end-all, be-all. He had the look, he had the moves, but he also had the drug problems. And when I got to see such great stuff from Dark Side of the Ring, it literally puts you in that aspect of, I was there. Maybe I was a fan in the 70s. It gives you so much info and so much, like, everything. And it makes you feel like you were a part of it. Like you were there, even. And the Bruiser Brody one, oh, God, it still hurts me. And again, this dude was bef- way before my time. He was during my dad's time. And I knew jackass shit about him. But you can empathize and sympathize with the story of the guy so like why you don't even know shit about him bro i don't give a fuck if i knew that if if my dad told me about eddie if my mom told me about eddie my big brother told me about eddie and i went back and i watched tapes i'm a feel for eddie so like if that's not your cup of tea then that's not your cup of tea, but don't go out here fucking calling people names and then fucking you're really going to diminish somebody like that? Call them fucking whore? Your fucking mother's a whore. Also, AEW, there's no mention of AEW anywhere in like her tweet or picture or anything. So. And you know what? And I will, I will raise my hand and I say I am guilty of this, but that is mostly what fucking these goddamn comment sections come down to. The second somebody says something, it comes back with the, oh, well, the E doesn't do this. Oh, well, the uh, fucking A, at least AEW doesn't do that. At least, and it's like, you know what, dude? It's, it's, we got to like get out of that. If we're going to have an argument, then have an argument, you know? Okay, well, uh, fucking, well, this story was told better than this story. Not, well, fucking, the E makes you feel, no, like, that's, those are called cop outs. Mm. And I've gone down a route. Okay, so. If you can admit it, 
we got to change that perspective, okay? Like, if you want to shit on a product for shitting on a product, shit on the product. But don't compare it to another product that's three years old, four years old, five years old, well, whatever, compared to a company that's been in the limelight since the fucking 80s. Okay, let's not, you know, let's use some common sense, as they say. Right. Um, most of these cats all have. So, go. I, I also, I have to say that the, the, the guy is like the skinniest white dude ever dressed as Blade. And, oh, no. And his name is actually the BBW Slayer. <laughs> I mean, I commend him. I mean, handle it, boy. Um, I'm not mad at you. I think they're going to slay you, boy. Hey, you know what? Sometimes that's what you want. So, go fuck yourself and your cosplay katana. Yeah. Cosplay yeah. katana. <laughs> this is Velvet Sky. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen. It's the ultimate Vanessa, your girl's name is Wrestling. Hey, Preston Mancer, a.k.a. number 10 of the Dark Order. Hey, this is Tommy Tree. Hey, everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here. This is the voice of Killer Cross. And you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. And you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Max Wrestling Podcast. And we're about to take it to the max. We're about to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. We're going to take it to the max. Take it to the max. Welcome to the Madhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome back to Promo Slam. If we've made you laugh, if we've made you cry, if we pissed you off as much as theory, please hit the sub or the follow button. We're here every Thursday. Um... So, we predicted SummerSlam, but let's touch on it really quickly, of course, because it happened right after we recorded the fucking show last week. Vince McMahon finally retired. Triple H and Stephanie have taken over. Um, wow. Triple H is head of creative and EVP of talent relations. Stephanie is co-CEO with Nick Khan, which I get. Um, like, he's got all the connections. She has the WWE. She, she grew up in WWE. She grew up in the E. WWE runs through her veins, so I, I get it that they're both co-CEOs. Makes sense. Um, but, like, as we've questioned a few times during those SummerSlam predictions, how much is going to change under Triple H? Hopefully quite a lot. I mean, we saw the way he ran NXT and thought, if he gets his hands on WWE, he's going to fuck shit up. No, see, that was, that was because he was highlighting indie stars for what they were, you know, what they were good at, which was working. Yeah, and he he helped them learn to 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 talk and communicate if they weren't already good at that. So it just he either brought it out in them or 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 put a spotlight on them. And I'm hoping he can have that same outlook on the main. Like yeah. use these guys for what they're good for. You know what I mean? I know their roster. Like I want to say, oh, I know their roster is bloated. Knowing goddamn well AEW's roster is bloated as fuck too. But knowing you have a, a bloated roster with a lot of um, great talent at your disposal. I think Hunter would be a little bit smarter with trying to slowly use everybody 
and try to make, you know, like, oh, well, at least I know of this guy. Oh, at least I know of that guy or this girl, you know. And then all of a sudden, here comes the the star we've always wanted. And, well, now that Hunter's in charge, maybe we get him. You know what I mean? The idea, immediate idea I, I popped into my head was he's calling Johnny Gargano. Guess who's in charge, baby? <laughs> and Johnny's like, I'm fucking signing. No problem. But then again, I don't know. You know, we we don't know because it's it's different, and it's we have to be honest with ourselves on this one. It's different when you're booking for Wednesdays than you are booking for Mondays and Fridays. Yeah, he knows what brings in the investors and keeps the investors. Does he really want to change that up by making it more wrestling based, just because he that's what he likes? You know what I mean? That's where I think the dilemmas are going to come in. Because another another immediate thought was, oh, he kept talking about getting rid of the third hour. Maybe he'll do that. Again, business. Is this going to work yeah. with the business factor? As much as I want the E to go as NXT as can be, I love how that rhymed, but <laughs> it, we have to think about their money. Well, I don't have to, but they're going to think about their money. And it's yeah. going to... It's going to affect any and all decision making. See, I are they willing thought, to lose? I always thought the third arrow was a USA network thing. Like they wanted the third hour because Triple H always said how difficult it is to write for a three-hour show every single oh, week. Yeah. Um, the thing with NXT too is he he always had a clean slate. Like he ran it from the beginning. So whenever somebody fresh came in, he had a clean slate. With Raw and SmackDown, he's got all the shit that Vince has put into place to get rid of first. Yeah, I was going to say, he's got a lot of fucking (laughs) shit to pick up. He's the guy behind the elephants at the parade. Here we go. But um, I'm very optimistic. I'm very interested. And if SummerSlam is the turning point, then it should be a hell of a show. Yeah, right, but can you just fuck, can you really think for a sec that, like, they're going to gain, let's be honest for a second, they're going to gain about a million viewers and over the next month, all because Vince is gone. Yeah, but I mean, they could also lose a lot of That's the true. Vince loyalists that we've seen for the past decade and so. That's right. I t- did not think of it like that. God so, damn, regardless, wrestling is going to change. All of these people that have always claimed to be WWE loyalists, now we find out if they're really loyal to WWE or if they just rode Vince's dick. Oh, sure. Well, we're going to find out a lot of them got bad knees. <laughs> and very smelly tongues. <sighs> All right. Uh, Dynamites. Yeah. We kicked it off very much like Death Before Dishonor with the world title. Mox um, and Roosh. I believe Roosh's first loss in a year. Yep. Wow. But God damn way to go out there and make this guy look like it doesn't matter if he loses. Yeah, no fucking shit. He fucking killed it. God damn. Uh, I've always I've been a fan of Roosh for a long time uh, when he was like just, you know, I don't want to say like barely in Mexico, but when he was, you know, being um, when the Los Ingrenables was first made. And he was the head of it. And he was the dude that took charge. But he wasn't, he still wasn't like a psycho clown. Or he still wasn't, you know, uh, one of those guys. So, but he was, he was gigantic though. And watching him there, then watching him in Ring of Honor. And I was hoping that they would give him some real time against somebody 
for real, and they did. They gave him like eight, like 16 minutes, 16, 17 actual minutes of like in ring time, like 19 minutes total, like including intros. And fucking Rush, Rush had like fucking 70% of this shit. He beat the crap out of Mox. And it was if it wasn't for Mox fucking being at the right place at the right time, he would he probably could have lost. This was the first time I've seen any world title match with an opponent knowing, oh, there's no way this guy's gonna win, thinking, holy fuck, he might win. Yeah. And and I would have I, I, the thoughts through my head just went bananas. They really want him to win. If he wins, does that fucking mean Naito's coming? What's going on? Like, it just. But no. But that was great. It was an excellent, excellent opener. Yeah, and it was also that spot, of course, where Andrade got involved. That it very much looked like Roosh was going to win. Oh yeah, dude. I was like, no, but yes. <laughs> uh, there was also some great interaction between Taz and Regal. Uh, so what? Oh, first of all, Mark's doing the whole stomping shtick. Uh, and Taz was like, they don't teach you that in any dojo. And Regal just went, well, they do in ours. Uh, Look here, dumb shit. And then also there was a, a pile driver from Roosh to Marx where Regal said, we teach people to turn their heads slightly to the side to lessen the impact. And Taz just came out with, well, I wish you'd have told me that in 95 in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was true. I was like, that. I yeah, there was the fucking... I think me and Teddy were going, but yes, that was the safest fucking pile driver I have ever seen in my entire life. And I'm like, you know what? If everybody hit that, I would never get mad. I don't think I would ever get mad. I would pop crazy, though, for like one that actually gets hit properly. But I mean, like, I don't think I'd ever get upset at a pile driver, like, because that was super, super safe. We could also stop flinching every time somebody does a pile driver. Yeah, that too. Especially if they're just going to, like, you know. (laughs) <laughs> Roll off to the side. Um, and then after the match, even more drama. Uh, Jericho challenges Mox. We're going to get that rematch finally, which is like, what, two years in the making? Yeah, seriously. Um, in two weeks at the very aptly named Quake by the Lake, which I think is very ironic, seeing as we're doing a special in two weeks called Tidal Wave. Right. There we go. Um, my only takeaway from the final Battle of the Words. Obviously, Jericho and Mox are great. Anna Jay, I think, has got some work to do as a heel because all I saw and heard was a Carmella cosplay. Thank you. You look really good. You said a stupid line. That's it. Yeah, it was you when are she Carmella right now. Did the whole Oprah Winfrey shtick. I'm going to give. I'm going to choke you out. <laughs> I'm going to choke, choke you out. out. I'm going to choke you out. I'm like, no, that's not cool. And then Jericho out there with his fucking crazy ass broken nose. It's fucking swollen purple. I'm like, dude, what are you doing here, man? But also that like thing Mox is huge. Really sold Jericho by calling him, of course, the last survivor of the heart dungeon. Which people often forget about. That's true. Yeah, but he that's what he kept saying at the end. He said he's, he doesn't want the sports entertainment championships of the galaxy or whatever. He's like, this is AEW championship, and he wants the real Chris Jericho, the Lionheart Chris Jericho. When he called it like the galaxy championship, I swear I was going to fucking, I was going to fall out of his chair. I was laughing so goddamn hard. Like I'm so sick of this sports entertainment shit. <sighs> it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Uh, and as we said, um, Trios champions will be crowned at All Out. That's pretty much all the information we got about the Trios titles. We just saw the belts, no announcement. Mm-hmm. They're just there. And then, like, oh, we're going to crown them at All Out. Wait, what? 
I'm well, sure I, they're going to hold a little tourney until then. I mean, we got a whole, what, month yeah. and a week until then? Yeah. Um, it was just very out of nowhere, the whole yeah, introduction of the trio titles. Maybe maybe Tony didn't have enough uh, powder for his nose. You know what? I thought he had the right amount because this show was great. So if I can. Oh, the show was great, but like we didn't get a crazy Tony Khan promo announcing something. Yeah, he's got to maintain. You got to maintain. You know, you got you got to save it. You got to save it for the for the. I have a big announcement. You have to save yeah. it for that. We didn't even have the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna announce it. I'm gonna make a big announcement. I'm gonna make a big announcement just, about just my big announcement next week. Just, just come out and make the announcement. You don't need to announce. You're gonna make an announcement. Nope, I'm making a big announcement. <laughs> but the thing is, Cody used to do it too. That fucking <laughs> shit. You're right. <laughs> I, I get so sick when they preview like the upcoming Dynamite or Rampage. There's always a, we're going to hear from. I, I don't care. If they're going to cut a promo, just let them come out and cut a promo. You don't need to tell me that they're going to cut a promo. That's what we do on Max. All right, just show and cut the <laughs> promo. Um, big night for Ricky Starks, even though he lost. Uh, he did squash Danhausen. It's fine. And then his open challenge was answered by Hook to a huge pop. And I don't know how anybody can watch Hook in the ring and not be impressed. He's excellent. He's excellent. He's, but, you know, he's, it, it was like, uh, I think Ricky hurt his neck in the match with Dan Housen. He hit the fucking turnbuckle too hard and, like, hurt his own neck and then got dumped on his neck. And well, he, like, only, he only got a little curse. Yeah, just a little bit. He's like, God dang it. But, no, yeah, Hook is unfucking deniable And you know what? Good for him. Hell of a moment. He got the FTW belt. Um, I mean, I think that's the end goal for that thing. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere else now. I don't know if they actually wanted to use it. Um, I think any time Hook is in the fucking ring, he should defend the thing. Why? Yeah. Because think of the fucking record he can build with it. You know what I mean? You want to make it? You want to make it something legit? Oh, he was been something something. You know, he's been twenty nine and zero with the thing and has defended it every time. Like, oh goddamn, okay. Yeah. Put some legitimacy on the goddamn kid. But he that- goes in there. Um, Fucking was it reverses a uh, reverses a Rochambeau turns into the red rum gets the win, the fucking the goddamn speech though from Ricky at the end. Everything was great, and then it even and then it you know what it got fucking better, because yeah. I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a fucking real monster in this company, and we got one now. Hobbs is gonna fucking murder people, and he started tonight with Ricky Starks. And by the way, Ricky Starks is now gonna be your biggest fucking baby face, the biggest one. You hated to like him, and now you're gonna fucking hate that you fucking love him, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna grow to absolutely love the fact that you love him because he has everything. He's got charisma. He's got the moves. He's got the fucking mic skills. He's got the. He's he's funny when you needs to be. He's got it all. He's he's very old school to me, though. It's very old yeah. school. I like I do like the yelling in the promos. That's my favorite thing. Oh, if you'd Nobody never heard him cut a promo before, last night sold it. Oh yeah. Um, a lot of people have made a comparison to very very young Rock, which I get. He fucking but... looks like him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Pack on a few more pounds, you're gonna look like the Rock. Oh yeah, um... fucking a few hundred maybe. Oh uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, the promo was super passionate and so true and like honest, but the turn from Hobbs was just so unexpected. It's just like, whoa, 
it was out of the, the blue. Came out now like a gunshot, too. Oh, he I and I and please don't find me, Mr. Hobbs. I don't want any issues. I had made the comment. I, I I always say TSK listens to Max Wrestling and he watch and he's in he's oh, he's got a he's got a bug in the Discord because I'll say some shit and some stuff changes, and I used to say all the time, bro Hobbs, brother, I need you to work on your arms. Like your chest is massive, your back is gigantic, your legs look great, but I need you, I need them arms to be as big as that fucking back, and they're getting there. And when he fucking hit Ricky, and yeah, that gunshot, I said, you're welcome. You're welcome. I made you get them arms big as shit. Now look at you. Look at you now. You're about to be the biggest fucking thing since sliced bread out there, which is, again, which is great because they need a monster. Besides Miro, there's no monster. And I wouldn't even consider Mon- a Miro a monster. As a heel, yeah. As a face, he's just he a, is. A, a, t- a tank. And he, of course there you they, go. Uh, I like that. They te- which is ironic because, of course, he rode a tank into WrestleMania. What an analogy. Uh, he, he, of course, was teased with the House of Black after getting the mist sprayed in his face last yes. week. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that as a trio? Hey, look, we got another trio. Oh, nasty. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all about, you know, fucking buddy over here. But, I mean, if you're... Not to be mean, but if you want to replace Buddy with another fucking powerhouse in Miro, there that's unfucking stoppable. That's unfucking stoppable. I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care if you're the Bucks. I don't care if you're Kenny. I don't give a fuck who you are. That ain't you ain't stopping nobody. Miro nope. with a supernatural gimmick too. Very Gee, interesting. That would be fucking cool. Miro and the Black Arts. That'd be fucking awesome. So, what also sold Hobbs' turn was Taz, which is great because I love it when something happens to Team Taz and Taz is on commentary and he can't do anything about it. So, you just hear his reaction and he's just like, Hobbs, oh, what the freak did you just do? That was great. I was expecting him, though, to like jump out of his chair like a proud daddy and go hug Hook and totally yeah. break character. But I was like, oh, we didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't really get involved anymore because Taz is a regular commentator every week now. Yep, that's um, true. We moved on to Sammy Guevara versus Dante, which leads to another JAS and Eddie and Friends brawl, which I'm over, to be honest. Like, just end this feud already. Yeah, we need to need, need stop. Just now, of course, stop. we're getting the ladies involved, so it's Anna versus Ruby tomorrow night on Rampage. Yeah, good for them, I think. I... I I don't know. Um, I was enjoying this match. Sammy and, and Dante. Fuck, Dante's gotten slim, looking cut, looking great. Good for him. Uh, Sammy. Fuck Sammy. Sammy. I, you know how I feel about the kid. He's fucking excellent. He just needs to be unlocked a little bit more. But he's doing. He's he's in the perfect lane right now. He's like fucking. He's like in third gear. He's perfect right now. Mm. What's not perfect right now. It's fucking is 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 this fucking sky blue? First off, I was like, who the fuck are you? Because I don't know who the fuck he is. Okay, that's number one. Number two, you are the worst goddamn manager I've ever seen in my fucking life. You were fucking as fucking entertaining out there as stale bread. You're fuck. You fucking stood there. 
She's fucking, by the way, if you haven't fucking guessed, by the way, yes, this is my geek of the week. <laughs> you fucking stand there and you don't do nothing. And then it's a fucking two on one beat down. And then you're like standing on the outside. You don't even say, hey, stop it. Hey, knock it off. You're just like, what the fuck is this? I remember seeing her wrestle a few times. She's actually pretty good in the ring. Um, like, I knew who she was as that? soon as they said her name, but I don't know why she got involved. Oh, God. <laughs> Apparently, that's Dante's real-life girlfriend. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes sense. Because it, otherwise, it was just like, we need to get a girl involved. Uh, hey, she still works here. She still works here. You come here. Come on. But, yeah, okay. Now that makes sense. Yeah, the BF, G, the BF and the GF versus the BF and the GF right there. Me. If that doesn't scream WWE. I'm oh, guessing... Yeah, the couple of hat. I'm guessing Pat Buck uh, produced this feud. The Pat Buckery. Next week looks like all kinds of Pat Buckery. We go from a great show to I. I was like, all right, well that show doesn't look too bad, and then I get a Christian versus Matt Hardy. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> god damn it. Uh, no, you're right. Though. I mean, last night's episode was solid from top to bottom. Maybe like, the women's title match was. It, it was there. Nothing special. Yeah, it wasn't as good as I expected. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was better It was better than the low ball I gave it, but it wasn't like, I was like, bro, is this is going to be as good as the one from Dark? No. I still think uh, Tony Storm should be champion right now. Same. She should have won that match because there's, Rose is just not really doing it for us. <sighs> She's not doing it for me. That's for damn sure. But then I also like the tag team, and I don't think that would exist if it wasn't for Thunder Rosa retaining. I don't really give a shit about the team. I hate to say it like that. Like, I think it's cool. I think it's, like, nice. But unless you're going to have, like, a women's tag, I don't give a shit about it. Hmm. I'm more – I, I would have been way more accepting of, a of again, of a of a Tony Storm title reign. Why? Because if, if Thunder Rosa is going out to Japan and, and winning – who came from Japan? Who made their name in Japan? Tony Storm. So not only is that big name, that is a big match for them because Tony Storm, who's been out there, did all this, is coming back. But now, now we get to bring these stars here, and at least she knows how to work with them well enough where it's you know emphasizing their skills and all that such on American television. Right. As somebody's fucking car line, I'm fucking world class <laughs> over here, bud. World class. <laughs> Trying to do a world class fucking Fuck. podcast with Sam fucking Roberts. Goddamn bastards. Um, you of course mentioned Christian. Jungle Boy got personal with Christian last night. Um, Jesus Christ. Now, I love Jungle Boy. Everybody does. But I just felt like he doesn't have that smooth, natural delivery that Christian does. So no, his, his insults felt a little forced. But it's okay. He's young. He's not used to being an angry person. So no. he'll learn. One if you want to know what, maybe I could persuade th your way of thinking about this promo. Like, yeah, he, I still he, enjoyed it. No, no, no. What, did, I, and I know you did. I, I could tell you did, but he didn't. Because I was with you. I'm like, brother, your delivery ain't there. But you know what it felt like? It felt like us. <laughs> yeah. It felt like when we were doing our promos, and some guys are fumbling and bumbling and stumbling, but those lines still hit. Yeah. They maybe couldn't flow, but them lines still hit. And every single one of his lines hit last night. The divorce every line was great. 
that oh the fucking you're the biggest pussy I've ever I was a fucking I'm pussy on television. <laughs> but not only that, I'm like I'm sitting here and I unplugged my fucking headphones and I'm like grabbing something to eat because I gotta listen to this kid while I'm in Discord. And I'm literally like, this is the most profanity I've ever heard on TBS ever. Ever. <laughs> and it's fucking great. And I'm like, he is officially jungle man. He is no longer a boy. That is a man out there. Jungle man. Jungle man. Keep the music though. Fuck yeah, keep the music. <laughs> You can't get rid of that. Uh, when these two do finally come face to face, hopefully they deliver with just like a, an all out brawl. No, oh, I'm sure they will. Sure they will. And, and I'm, I'm thinking it's going to end up being an all out. Yeah, makes sense. And I think like out of all the shocking things we saw last night, most shocking thing is all of all. Um, in his return match, Danielson lost by submission clean to Garcia. Ladies and gentlemen, you have built yourself a star. And he didn't tap out either. He passed out. What a fucking performance. Daniel obviously hurt himself early on. Unless that's a sell. And again, unless that's a sell... And he's then he played me, brother. Fucking reel me in on Big Bass. All right, that's how well he may have gotten me or did not. I don't know, but we do know that it looked like he was fucked up from the jump. Like his he he hit something and his neck went a little wonky and it was ball game. He was duck. He would he'd fucking just crash out and have issues, but DG kept coming. And he wouldn't stop coming, and he wouldn't stop coming, and that was the great thing about it. And this is the Danny Garcia I've been telling people about. This is the kid that went out there and put on bangers with Bandito and and fucking and uh, um, uh, fucking uh, Takeshita over PWG. This is the PWG champ right here, Danny Garcia. That's the Danny Garcia I saw last night. And the fact that yes, with a little bit of help, he beat. One of your top five biggest names. Remember when Yuta took fucking um, Mox to the absolute limit? Yeah. Here's your DG. Here's DG, but they said, no, 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 no. You're going to go up a little bit. Now, now you didn't just get a good rub. You got a good rub, and now the push is coming. At least I hope so. I fucking hope so. I love Danny Garcia. Everything about him is great. And the fucking kid is 23. He's fucking 23. I hate these fucking kids. <laughs> like, God damn it. He's also very much a heel, but I would love it if Garcia went over to the combat club. Absolutely. He was the number one guy on my list. The number one guy for the combat club originally. But then Wheeler happened, and I understand. Yeah. He's doing perfect in his little uh, fucking sports entertainment gimmick. So, you know, hey, do you, and I'm happy for it. You know, keep it rocking. Yeah. This is a great move. Shocker is all hell, but still, it was a great move. I also have to believe it was Danielson's decision to be like, I'm going to come back for this match 
but I'm putting the kid over. Yeah, it's either something like that or, you know what? No, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. He was like, okay, time for me to start putting people over. Which is fine because he's obviously hurting bad. Yeah. Uh, all right, then. We're going to skip the history this week because we got three promo bouts still to come. So yeah. um, let's get the first one right now. So if you'll excuse me, I have to step out for a minute. But it's now time for another promo exhibition. Two weeks ago at Fight for the Knowledge, the Phoenix called out a demoness. Will she respond? It's time to find out. say I'm deeply disappointed people say all the time don't hunt what you can't kill some thought I was out of my depth by challenging the demoness to battle but since issuing the challenge two weeks ago I have heard nothing not an answer not even an explanation don't tell me the great demoness is scared. Look, I'm sure you have your reasons for staying quiet. But at the end of the day, you let me down. I'm so disappointed in you. I thought this was something that we both wanted. But I'll tell you what, I'll still extend the challenge. And I'll even let you decide where and when. So what I miss? I was about to say, that was a very long bathroom trip. It was, yeah. Uh... So no demoness, I guess. Um, you do know that, like, she doesn't show up when you call her out, right? That that's the the gimmick behind her. That she's not meant. To, you you can't call demons and expect them just to appear. Yeah, he does know what he's doing, right? You don't summon her; she summons you. That's what I'm afraid of. Be careful what you wish for. So. Well, all right then. Um, we still got the TV title to come and the world title, and of course, the knowledge title is coming at you in two weeks. But thank you everybody for joining us tonight at Promo Slam. Our next special event is Promo Series Seven: Rise and Storm, coming on November twenty-fourth, two weeks after our four hundredth episode. As is tradition, it is the home of the winner stays on gauntlet for the knowledge championship plus. Survivor Series predictions, go to maxdressing.net slash promo series 7 for more information. Sam! So, before we get to more action, I think it's time to uh, guess the wrestler. Guess the wrestler. I wonder who this could possibly be. Guess the wrestler. He's the bestler. Better than all the wrestler. Goddamn accolades. There they are. Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. We both got confused. We both got somebody. So you know what? We'll give you two for one this week. 
there we go. All right. Uh, here, you're, you're the main man. Uh, I'll have you go first. I'll ask you these, and then then we'll switch it up. All right. All righty. All right. Hold. Let's see. Now I need my goddamn title. 60 seconds. All right. Already ready. Sweet. All That's right. And verse. your time will start as soon as I give you the first one. All right. Voted Wrestling Observer's Most Improved in 2012. 2012. Um, male? Yes. Um, have they won the U.S. title? No. WWE U.S. title? No. Um, has he wrestled in WWE? No. Oh, okay. New Japan? Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, oh. Uh, IWGP Most Outstanding US Wrestler 2017. IWGP US Champion? No. Oh, okay. Uh, shit. He's won uh, the G1 three times and the New Japan Cup two times. Oh, wait. Uh, what, heavyweight Champion? Uh, five times. Well, six, technically. Well, five for the heavyweight and one time world heavyweight. Naito? No. Ibushi? Five seconds. Shit. Oh, shit. What's his name? Um, damn it. Last guess. Oh, man. It's the same as last week. I can't think of the fucking name. Evil. No. Ah. All right. I want you to get this because this is the best. This is the, this is the, the uh, you know what? Here we go. If this doesn't give it away, I don't know what to tell you. Rank number one in the top 500 of the, P, of the PWI in 2017. What the fuck happened in 2017? I know Okada's won it more times than that, so. Uh, and Jay White's been a U.S. champion. Omega's been a U.S. champion. Who the fuck else had a good 2017? Last guess, throw something at the wall. Like, everybody who has won the heavyweight title multiple times, but not too many, I think I've already said, so I can't think of anybody else. Right. I've already said Ibushi. Ah. You ready to kick yourself? Yeah, I can't think of who else has been like like a five-time world champion. You thought he was. You thought it was more. It's not. It's Kazuchika Okada. Fucking Okada. How many times? Five-time heavyweight champion. Shit. One-time world heavyweight champion. One G1 Climax 2012, 14, 2001. Or 21, excuse me. New Japan Cup 2013, 2019. I did the exact same thing last week. I was like, nah, he wasn't him. So think of somebody else. Shit. There you go. I always thought Okada was like a seven-time champion. Trust me, I thought the same. It's it's Tanahashi that's gotten up that much. Oh, yeah, I know. Tanahashi is the one that has like eight reigns. See, I thought he was nine. Maybe I got confused with Nakamura as IC champion. I think he's like a nine-time IC champion. No, 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 no. Not nine. Maybe that's Tanahashi. Oh, God, I was about to say there's a... I forgot there's multiple. There's, well, it's all Shinsu Nakamura. No, Sin. God damn it, Shinsu. 
Why would you guys do this to me? Shinsuke. No, not Shaku or whatever the fuck the guy's name was. He was like a soccer player. I was like, who the hell are you? Uh, he ooh. is a... Da, 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 da. Oh, wow, bro. Oh, Naito is six is the most icy. There you go. Nakamura is um, five. There he was... Oh, fucking... Oh, yeah, five times... Five-time IWGP Intercontinental Champion Naito... Or not Naito. Uh, ta- uh, Nakamura was... Three-time heavyweight champ, or four-time if you include the whatever the fuck the third belt championship is, which is my guess is, yeah, the other IWGP heavyweight title. So, Jesus Christ, Nakamura is accomplished. Mm. All right. Anyway, okay. I'm ready mine, for it. Mine is a little more obscure than Okada. I'm down for the cause. All right. Let's get one minute on the clock. Of course, it begins after the first clue. First clue... Uh, WON worst worked match of the year in 1993, uh, which was a Survivor Series. Male or female? Male. WCW or uh, WCWA and WWC, but not WCW. Okay, so so you was WWF then? Yeah. Okay. Crush. No. Uh, we're in the right era, though. No. Okay, so we're thinking golden era. Uh, was he ever in an IC champ? Once in 2000. Once in 2000, but he was fucking there in 93. Uh, ever a tag champ? Twice. Twice. Oh, three times, actually. With who? So once with five seconds, Scotty Too Hardy, once with Samu, once with Rico. All right, there's time. I'm taking one guess at this and Al Snow. Oh, no. Did I say Al Snow last week? Um, Let me hit you with one last clue. Uh, Well, I don't know if. This is going to help, actually. PWI gave him comeback of the year in 2000. Okay, so in so. 2000, so this guy had a shittiest match ever in 93. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then somehow redeemed himself come 2000. Who the fuck was built up like that in 2000? Yeah, so he vanished in 98. Did a little training um, with Funk in 99 and then kind of redebuted late 99. 2000. Uh, he's fucking three-time tag champ with different-ass people. I see champ for a minute. His sons are currently very prolific in WWE. So many goddamn fucking. <laughs> um, all these second generation motherfuckers. Ah, uh, fuck, give him Rikishi. Yeah, Rikishi. Let's go. I was like, is there's no way he was IC champ? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah, he beat Valvinus with giving him his own money shot from the top of the there you cage. go. I was like, I get just remember who did I ask that? Or no, somebody asked me. 
You remember that Val Venus guy? The uh, the worst worked match of '93 was Samu uh, Bastion Booger and Bam Bam Bigelow versus the Bushwhackers and Men on a Mission at Survivor Series. Okay, thank God. I was about to say, I was like, come on, man, I loved Fatu Two in like '95. Yeah, and then they he... turned him into the Sultan. Yeah, and then he disappeared in '98 as the Sultan. Thank God. <laughs> Uh, he did also win a Slammy Award in 94 for Best Etiquette. No way. <laughs> what the fuck? That's so stupid. Oh, man. All right. Let's get to the A to B of Retro Rewind. SMR Podcast Network. You should be listening. All right, so the retro re re re. I think we did this one already. November the eleventh. Again, finals week, people. Shit's going bananas. Um, but I do got some match ratings for you that we fucking have to talk about. We have to fucking talk about it. Oh my goodness gracious, God Almighty. Um, Rey Mysterio versus Cyclope. Or it's, 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 I fucking it's, it's Cyclope. I think it's what I wrote down. That's why I spelt it. That can't be right, but that's how I wrote it. I wrote it. It's a three and a half. It was fucking excellent. This is when they started to bring in a lot of luchadors you never heard of, like guys that work AAA, guys that work CMLL, and they brought him in, and they would work with Ray. They would work with uh, uh, Dean Malenko, maybe even Eddie a little bit, and they'd put on fire. You know what I mean? Just fire matches, and this was this one was excellent. Um, I forgot, like, I said, I, okay, I'm trying to, like, read my notes, and I don't want to, like, just say it, like, word for word. But it's, like, Mysterio hit a nice, uh, hit a, hit his his finisher excellently. Dude sold it perfectly. I really want to see Cyclope back. This guy would do excellent against somebody like Malenko, if not Hooventude. Jesus Christ, I was in depth. <laughs> um, what was the other really good one? Oh, Conan and Chris Jericho. So it ended in a fucking DQ, but... They fucking, he brought the lucha out in him. Like, uh, Conan was not trying to be that much of a luchador once he got into the faces of fear. But, like, him and Jericho, it, something clicked and said, let's go lucha, baby. And it was fun to watch. I gave that a three and a half. And just, uh, Conan, he's just the fucking odd man in the faces of fear because he's just fucking choloed out, dude. So it's hilarious. Around a bunch of fucking, you know, devil-worshipping white guys. Whatever. Whatever your cup of tea. Um, I am not going to shit all over Jeff Jarrett and Chris Benoit. You have to listen to the show for that one. And very quickly for... No, not Nitro. God damn it. I typed R. What do you mean? My fucking thing doesn't like me. Nito. There we go. Oh, yeah. I already talked about all these guys. Steve, uh, Steve Austin, Bob Holly was... Fine. Uh, it was more Mankind versus Freddie Joe Floyd. Yes, the fucking jobber guy against Mankind was like the best match of the night. As far as the E, uh, the e or the F back then. Uh, I gave it two and three quarter stars. It was fun. You got to check it out. Again, this is going to be the last show. So we, I have three that should be out or going to be out come Friday. And that is from the, what is it? The, uh, no, two episodes. So, no. Yes, two episodes. It's going to be the 4th and the 11th that are going to drop. Uh, the 4th was the one that included the Pillman episode from Monday Night Raw. And then there's the 11th is this one. Hiatus is coming. 
we're going back on it. Why? Because I'm getting ready to go on vacation and I'm not watching retros on vacation. But when it comes back, it'll more than likely be um, September the 1st or like the first week of September. And when it comes back, it's coming hot, heavy, no stop until we drop in. Because, yeah, I'm getting it's basically all about scheduling now. And I mean, now that I got more classes, now that I got everything else going, everything's going to get scheduled a little bit better. And because of that, I am definitely getting back into doing this retro thing because, like, I have two other shows written. I just I know I have no time to record. Right. Uh, it, it is Cyclope, but he's better known as Halloween. Thank you. I was like, OK, this dude, I don't want to say he looked familiar, but his moveset looked familiar. And Halloween was definitely a dude that was well known. Oh, even yeah. in WCW. Yeah, I apparently lost the uh, the Cyclope Max mask very quickly, uh, and then by '99 he was back as Halloween. Love it. So sounds there like you, WCW yeah. anyway. And now it is almost time for the TV title and the world title. But let's get these final two segments for you. First up, Geek of the Week. I think we all know who it is, but let's play the music anyway. This is Geek of the Week. Pencil neck geek. Pretty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek. So, yeah, so you guys may have been, if you were paying attention, I had said it earlier, I'd said it all in an absolute rant because the, the absolute stupidity of this person and her lack of managerial skills. Or any skills at this point, it just uh, baffled me. So, so geek of the week goes to Sky Blue, aka uh, Dante Martin's real life girlfriend. She was the worst manager I've ever seen, and I have watched DDT where a blow up doll was somebody's manager, and that thing was way more excited and way more happy to be out there than she was. Yeah. And it would actually help, which is what you're supposed to do. Because you're the fucking manager. Or valet. The valet. Um, and you can probably guess this week's Wrestle of the Week too, but let's play the music for the best wrestler of the week. Best lure. That's just our new theme song. It is, though. He's the best slur. Um, No question. Very easy this week. Rest of the week is No Socks, Ricky Stocks. Yeah. Uh, And he's only just getting started. He's going to be huge. 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 This guy, huge. So huge, we had to drop the H. Right. And we didn't even have time to put in the apostrophe. All right, so um, open challenge for the TV title. Will anybody accept? Let's find out. It is time for Moses to defend his freshly won television championship. Oh, yeah! Moses Marquez, El Jefe. Been the TV champion. I hate to tell you, buddy, 
but it's night night time on your title reign because I'm coming for what gold belongs to me. I'm long overdue for some gold. I'm sick and tired of not having no gold yeah. around my waist. And I'm gonna tell you one thing else. Consider this a gesture of good faith. Allow me to introduce the new, improved El Jefe, your TV champion, Moses Marquez. Rejuvenated and it feels mas bueno. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, what I have here in my hands is a signed, sealed, and soon-to-be-delivered contract to the House of Ashes. You may recall the video from last promos where I signed a contract, but nobody knew with who. I was the hottest commodity, the hottest free agent, and I was wanted by everybody. I made my choice. I stuck with my brother. I stuck with one other half of the outsiders, Travis the Walker Anderson. But that brings me to Cypher. To my supposed other opponent, who's just kind of laid out on the side right there, thanks to gifts from Travis the Walker Anderson. Gifts from a man who knows what it takes to sign the most accomplished individual in all of Max Wrestling. Daz said it himself, the, the judge of that jury. Posted it himself, 18 titles, 22 different accomplishments. The first ever two-time Max Wrestling Television Champion. The inaugural Ring of Games winner. The whole everything, come on. I'm. I am up here while everybody else is trying to build themselves back up to me. While everybody was taking hiatuses, while everybody was walking away, while everybody was doing their own thing, I was stacking dubs, catching wins, and doing what I have to do to remain on top. Now, I'm not world champ, but that was never on my list. World championship never defined me as I am still the most accomplished competitor in Mac Wrestling. But I did want to make a statement about this television championship. I wanted to make a statement. I wanted to prove that this is a workers championship. That not only do you have to have trivia knowledge, in this instance you better have promo game as well. Well, Cypher doesn't have to worry about competing. He gets to take the night off. And because of that, he gives me an opportunity to present something. Something that I decided needed to be done. And that is, as, as much as the Max Wrestling Television Championship has been re-debuted, and it looks absolutely gorgeous with a white strap, I know regular. I am no regular guy. Yo soy el jefe. Because of that, thousands of dollars have gone in. 
so I can walk the lineage. Mini Grid. Sting, Lex Luger, Rick Flair, Rick Steiner, Ricky Starks, a lot of Ricks. The fact of the matter is, this is now mine. You may end up being television champion one day, but you will never, ever hold this custom. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you my very custom. Catch wrestling television champion. On to promo series we roll. House of Ashes will lead the way. Looks like it's going to be all out war. Come promo series, whether this is on the line or not. Jerry sees true justice. Catch you around the bend, boys. <laughs> Isn't this thing pretty? It's still pretty. I don't. So now you're in the House of Ashes. Did you really think I was going to do anything else? Did you really think I was going to go with any other side? Well, I mean, we're losing everybody. I'm going to get my goddamn lawyer on the phone. That's half the reason we're gone. Chad, you got, uh, that guy. you got some explaining to do. Um, well, all right, let's let's put a pin in that one. Um, it's almost time for us to leave you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to everybody for joining us for Promo Slam. We're going to leave you with the main event for the World Championship. Le Capitan versus Le Walker. I don't know what the fuck accent that was. Um, <laughs> I wanted it to be French one time. I wanted it to be French. Le Capitan versus Le, Le Capitan. There we go. Um, you can find us on the evil Twitter machine at Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain 512 and at SMRPodNet. Check out MaxWrestling.net, our website, and don't forget to hit the follow button or the sub button, whatever you're listening to, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the socials, all the MP3 sites, we're on there right now. And listen up, you pencil neck geeks, this is what the still TV champion has for you this week. Still TV champion. That's right. You got to hear that. This is I scratched the shit of it. Thousands of dollars I paid. And I'm over here scratching the fuck out of it. But it's all good in the hood. So it is what it is. As I said, promo series. We are on the way. God only knows what that entitles for the television champion, let alone House of Ashes. But this is about plugs for stuff. So again, we're looking out for two episodes of Retro Rewind from November the 4th, November the 11th, 1996. Those are going to drop. When those drop, those are the last two dropping until September when Retro will make its return with quite possibly, I don't know yet, I don't know how good my scheduling will be, but a small possibility of either Bolt Rant coming back or something to do with fantasy football. We don't know yet, but I have time slot to do something. I have people in line to do some stuff. We shall see how it goes. Um, But yeah, until then, two things of Retro. And you already know the gimmick. Follow Max Wrestling UK on TikTok. Come on by. And with that said, join us next week as we will probably take much more of a vested interest in WWE and we get a little bit closer to All Out. There's a lot of things happening throughout like late August, September. We've got Tidal Wave. We've got Quake by the Lake. We've got the 400th episode, then we got promo series, survivor series, everything's happening. 
All out were in September. Here so we go September. Here's your main event. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang. You may be TV champ, but you'll never be heavyweight TV champ. Just explain it to me one more time. Mache murdered the jester in a fight for the knowledge. He summoned Stormbreaker through his chest, first through his chest, jester's chest, and the shape took him in the downside up. He killed him. And you want me to take him to court for murder? Yes. You want to see the shape? Who is you? Was. Now he's his own entity. Right. But essentially, it's your body in a different dimension. Kind of. You want to sue him for killing the jester, who is also you? Yeah. So you want to sue yourself for killing yourself? It sounds stupid when you say it like that. You, you, you're mad. You are mad. Well, thank goodness for that, because if I wasn't, it'd probably never work. I think the best thing for you to do right now is to do what you're best at. Find a new gimmick. You've been the shape. You've been the jester. You've been Paul. And there should be a captain in there somewhere. Exactly. Now, in the case of Benjamin Patterson, in 1735, he was a small boy on the coast of Madagascar when... Oi! I'm so sorry, are you still talking? Well, I've already sent Cypher to take down the walker. He's got his own unfinished business. Tell the captain, consider it done. After Walker calls me the TV title, it'll be my pleasure. Chad, I found him. Looks like he's getting warmed up for his match right now. Stand by, Mr. Malcolm. I'm going in. Walker. Cypher. The captain must not want to defend his title. He sent his crew to do his dirty work for him. This has nothing to do with the captain. This is between you and me. Oh, no. I ain't fucking with the shape. I know what he did to Jester. Run. You know what? You remind me of someone. But I can't quite put my finger on it. Well, I did have a crazy experience in court once with this insane woman, but that's a different story. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Cypher was unsuccessful in taking out Travis. Excellent. I don't know. Crocodile? If I'm going to come up with a new gimmick, I'm going to need rap. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but it's gone. So, if you'll excuse me, 
That has got to be the worst pirate I've ever seen. Is this a dream? No. I thought not. If it was, it'd be wrong. So, a friend of rum is indeed a chum. Do you know why you're here? My face is familiar. Have I threatened you before? You're here to find a way to face the walker. Without suggesting you've been left alone. It's funny, really. Without your other personalities, you have now gone completely crazy. No, no. Crazy people don't know they're crazy. I know I'm crazy, therefore I'm not crazy. Isn't that crazy? You won't be able to talk your way out of this one, Captain. Isn't that exactly what promos are for? The walker wants your gold. He will stop at nothing to get it. And now he has your alter ego on his side. Yes, but I'm the Captain. The only. The original. Captain, I help. You're bloody awful. What are you doing here? I help you, face walker. You smell funny. It is true. Skeeter only have river to wash in, but big pig drink out of same river, so it's not much nice. Well, the problem is not the problem. The problem is your attitude with the problem. Now, Where's the bloody rum gone? Would you like some more coffee? No, absolutely not. Would you like some more coffee? No, I don't want any bloody coffee. Now, if you two don't mind, I'm going to find a walker before either one of you comes up with another clever idea to get me killed. Or worse, sober. Gentlemen, I'll wash my hands of this weirdness. What madness is this? This is Davy's locker. Whose locker? Davy. That's all right, I thought you said. Never mind. What the bloody hell am I doing here? This is where you must face the walker. Right, well, let's try this door. So I put my hands up to play my song, the butterflies fly away. Did everyone see that? Because I will not be opening it again. Let's try this one. What's this? Mm, this accent is going live in RW. No, no, definitely not. You again. Clay, clay, Parlay. No need for parlay. You have been given a reprieve from Travis the Walker Anderson. You are now free to remain as world champion until your next challenge. So, clean up, sober up, and act like a champion. And remember, you owe me. Yes, you just can't keep a good captain down. And still, you're Max Wrestling World Champion.
El Capitan. See, Travis, you thought you had all the cards when you took away the shape. You took away the jester. Hell, you've taken pretty much everybody to the House of Ashes. So, I guess you could also say the old gods and the new intervened and made it so that you couldn't be here this week. Not only that, but you couldn't continue with this match. So, by default, your world champion remains. I'd also like to introduce everybody to Draymond and thank him for his help in this situation. So, where does that leave us now? Well, the next destination is, of course, promo series, where I fully intend to rise with that storm and remain your world champion. I mean, let's face it. Promo Slam was pirate-themed. Did you really think the captain was going to lose? This is my ship. It's always been my ship, and it's still my ship. So, in celebration, I will not be on Max Racing next week because I will be taking a very well-deserved break in celebration as still being your world champion. Hell, we may even find some rum. But until then, Captain Champion out.